Mic check, mic check, one, two. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Sabby Speaks, and I'm back with another episode. So, real quick, I'll do a weather check. The I'm Right now, I'm in Berea, Kentucky. The high is 56, the low is 33, and it's 54 degrees, but it is hot over here under the sun. Yeah. So, welcome and welcome back. In today's episode, we're going to soak in some vitamin D on the topic of friendships. Mm. And with that being said, I don't know if you heard that little mm in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but if you did, I'm glad you did. Because today's the first day that I'm having a guest here on my podcast. And um, speaking of friendship, I am inviting my friend, my close friend of almost two years, my ex-roommate, my <laughs> colleague, Danielle. So let's give it up for Danielle. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself? Um, I am Danielle. I am a junior in college, psychology and child and family studies major. Um, I'm a child of God. You already know how it goes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Awesome sauce. Okay, so we're not going to even waste any time. We're just going to go straight into it. Um, the topic is friendships. And so, like, everything is, you know, everything is, what is it? How, how do you say, like, is it off limits? Everything is, like... On the table. On the table. Everything is on the table. Mm. So, um, first, I want to ask you, how did we become friends? Oh. Kevin <laughs> <Cabin> Tissue. <laughs> <laughs> um, we became friends my freshman year. During COVID, I had... I was... My, my first year on camp in Bria was COVID time. So, so, we were basically in lockdown. And then, interestingly, Sabrina was my student chaplain. You were my student chaplain back then. And I guess you were scoping out students to chaplain, I guess. And you came across me because I had a hair, I had a scarf on my head. And, and you braid hair. And you looked at my scarf and you knew it was about time to take <laughs> that hair out. It so was. And I, <laughs> you better not. And I think and that was how you started conversation. Actually, I held the door for you. In my spirit, I didn't want to hold the door, but I, I had been avoiding people all week, and the spirit of God was like, hold the door for them. It's not going to kill you. And so I held the door, and you walked in, and you were like, you're wearing your denim jacket with your Vans. <laughs> you remember my outfit? And blue jeans, and I saw like, bright shirt, bright blue shirt. You came in like, oh, hey, who did your hair for you? And I was like, I did it in Louisville. I did, I, I did it in Ghana. Yeah. And you're like, oh. What did you say after that? <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I was like, oh no, something like because I was like, oh, you from Ghana, mm-hmm. and then we had a conversation. And I was about like, oh, I went there in some in the. I went there like I just came back from. There. I went for a vacation and stuff, and we had those like interesting conversation. And I wanted you to get on my face so bad, <laughs> but then I think that's where it started. And then you wouldn't stop like saying hi to me. That's when you fell in love with me, and then we became mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> I think you're dreaming. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't fall in love with the person, your person, until like one time I came to your room and I fell asleep. And when I woke up, you had a pillow under. You had put a pillow oh. there and a blanket over me. Oh. It's like, oh, this girl is a nice girl. She's actually sweet. And then I started to like you more. But aside from that, before then I was like, I can't cry. You, I saw something. You're pursuing me, cry. I was like, leave me alone. But. <laughs> Here we are, two years later. Two years later. Now, every time she tells a story, I'm like, okay, because the, the 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 perspective is so different. Because, of course, you know, when I first met you, I remember, like, 
during those during that time everybody had a mask nobody was talking to each other so it's just like you know you're really actually like scoping friendship and you're seeking companionship <laughs> so i remember that conversation that we had and um i remember you were just giving off that like like stop talking to me energy it was really like <laughs> When you ask somebody a question, they give you one-word answers, and it's like, okay. By the time, I wasn't ready to give up. I was just like, yeah, you know, oh, my gosh, you're from Ghana. I remember I got your Instagram that day, mm-hmm. like, uh, your Instagram. And then, um, I don't know, from there, I just remember, like, I see you in passing when I went to the dance studio. You were hiding from your... <laughs> you hiding from Yes. <laughs> and over time, I think, I remember the day that you started warming up to me. I remember the day, because you came to my door, and... And then you just came in. And I was thinking, like, oh, did she need something? And you just sat down and we just started talking. And I was like, oh. Because at first, it's always me coming to you. But then when you first came to me, I was like, ah, did I do something? Like, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Started to like you. Yeah. And then we became roommates. Mm. And now we're co-workers. And, yeah. And I'm sitting on a podcast. So. Funny. I know. I feel like our relationship has been through, like, so many different dynamics. Because, like, at some point, I was your student chaplain. Then, like how you said, um, we became roommates, mm-hmm. and then we're both now student chaplains, and like we're in ministry together. So, like I'm true. in, I'm in positions where like I'm the president, you're the vice president. I'm a co coordinator of student chaplains, you're student chaplain. So, mm-hmm. yeah, our dynamic has changed a lot, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. A Interestingly, lot. yeah, it's, we give God glory though. Amen. We give God all the glory, but um, I think I think one of the most interesting part of our friendship is how to me at least is how like we're able to kind of like work through our differences mm. <laughs> let me give y'all context if there's one thing that's different is danielle and i like like i don't know earlier in my other podcast i had mentioned how like it's easier to cling to what you know and so like i always clung to african girls raised in the church because that's you know who i knew and i mean that's who you are you're african you're Ghanaian girl raised in the church pk pk shout out to the pks out there but like boy i feel like this is the relationship that sometimes i just i i think and it's like <laughs> what is going on bro like contemplation all the oh time all the time <laughs> like i oh i feel like i'm in a relationship and this is actually the first i think um like first friendship that i've ever had that i'm just like bruh if i ever had a boyfriend like you bro i don't mm. even know like <laughs> like you giving me stress <laughs> for what reason mm. and we're not even married that's a really can stress somebody mm. you're talking about me I'm, hey. bro. you drive me crazy but oh uh, we've hmm. Hmm. We we we've been through it. <laughs> no, because when you say differences, like yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't even know. But like, how do you how do you make friends n- with someone that is so different from you? Is the biggest question because for me personally, if I didn't know you were like this, like the full package from the jump, then what? <laughs> then what? She's a runner. She's a track star. What do I agree? Like. I think it's good that you don't ever meet like somebody like for all for all they are at face value because it's just like wow you know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you. I Sabrina is so particular. Oh my gosh! What are you talking about? Oh, it's that thing. Goodness, Sabrina. Sabrina wants it some one way. If it's not that way, she does not like it. She wouldn't even accommodate to the other way. She wants it this way. It has to be this way. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, it's so hard to find something that you like because 
You're looking at the details that I'm not even looking at. Yeah. And that makes me so frustrated sometimes. Like, what does this chick want? That's interesting. So, like, okay, so for for example, I'm I'm very scheduled, very, what do you call it, organized in, like, time and stuff. Time-oriented. I, I go by a schedule. And you used to be. Let me say you used to be at the time. You're very spontaneous. Yes. So it's like, oh, can we do this? And I'm like, no, because I didn't account for it in my schedule. And then you, I feel like there were many times where, like, I felt like I was spending a lot of time with you. And you felt like we didn't spend enough time together. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, we literally just spent three hours together. Like, what do you it's mean? It's not enough. You know? I mean, but those were times when, like, the season you're into makes, plays a big role into mm-hmm. it, too. Because at that time, I, I wasn't going home. I desired f- a familiar company constantly, mm-hmm. you know? So depending on the season that you're in, the f- what you need from your friendships are are very very different yeah would you date my ex though <laughs> okay. i so would not i would not <laughs> not 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 like n- no why not <laughs> i was gonna expose you because you're not right <laughs> but um i just wouldn't because like i feel like the way we are in our relationship like the level of intimacy that we have reached I wouldn't want to be exposed to someone that you've been also, like, closely intimate with. And when we say intimacy, it's not, like, sexual, but intimacy, like, vulnerability and stuff like that. Closeness. I don't... I couldn't see myself... Being as close to you as I am now, I couldn't see myself getting that close to someone else who you've been close with. Hmm. I just... I couldn't. That's just my rule. If I, if someone were ever to date my ex, like, I would, I would look at you with a side eye. Like, even though I'm already done and, like... That's no longer who I'm dating. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I do not know because I'm thinking of my ex. If, if whenever I stopped dating him and one of my friends was like, "Look, he getting close to him," I was looking at her like, "Hold up! First of all, you're my friend. We are both supposed to be upset at this suspect. person. Suspect. What are you doing? Stop being nice. Suspect. Very very suspect. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm mature to the point where, if let's say if you're you're not like my friend, but like I know you and you know me and you date the person, that's cool. But I just feel like if you're close to me and you date somebody that who I'm no longer with, it just kind of gives me something, something like a little messy. It, I'm not mm. even messy because it's over, so there's nothing, there's no mess, but it's just weird. Like, why? So, at what point did you find them attractive? It like maybe like I don't even. I just, I just find it weird. So if someone today were to date my ex, like from two years ago, and they were my friend, like I, I would find it weird. Like you have the liberty to do whatever you want. You know, I find it respectful when the girls are like, they hit up another girl like, hey, I'm talking to this person. I find that to be like respectful. You don't have to do that. But I just, I just feel like it's weird. If it, especially if you're close to me. Mm. Did you date my ex? No. Okay. Because the type of people you go for, Charlene. Shut up! <laughs> what is that even supposed to be? How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? You don't know. What? Hey, Sabrina wants someone that can, can buy her and buy her entire continent while she's at it. She's not a gold digger. It's more of the fact that you have, you have the, your requirements. Yeah. And for me, like, if somebody, how, how I was raised, if a man comes in trying to pay for everything for me, I think I'll even kill him. Like, or something. No murder. But, like, I just, mm, why are you trying to, like, why do you, what, what do you, stop. Let really? me do it myself, you know? Like, I want to do it myself. Independent girl. Yeah. I mean, it's given that, but, like, also, it's sort of, like, a, a result of a, a lot of, like, 
you know, upbringing, like hardships. But mm-hmm. I don't want someone buying what everything. What was that word you were about to say? Because of ch- 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 <laughs> trauma. trauma. There you go. There you go. I was gonna say. I mean, but I feel like I use trauma too much. But mm. I don't want. I don't want anyone like trying to take care of me so much that I'm don't know how to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some some women love that. Mm-hmm. They love the fact that some man can take care of them entirely. And I'm like, you feel like that's me. Um. I feel like if you had someone to take care of you, you would embrace it. I think I would too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would. Like, just because, I mean, one, one thing I always said is that I want somebody to match my drip. Because the thing is, like, I know, I know what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And so I want someone who's also going to bring that type of energy to the table. So, like, I was even having this conversation yesterday. Like, on the first date, of course I want the guy to pay. Like, it's impressive. But the thing is, the way I was raised, no matter what I do, like, if I go to a restaurant, I'm always bringing money because you just never know what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. so I'm always going to bring it. But it's more impressive to me whenever the guy offers to pay. So if he offers to pay, I'm like, oh, no, no, no I got it. I, you have to break through my I got it because we'll go back and forth five times. If you don't end up paying that night, he's yeah. a problem. He's like, oh, but, like, you know, later on in the relationship, I don't mind, like, I'm paying some things and then you, the guy is paying some things because that's just, like, who am I to just come in, come in, fight for equal pay? But then when the time comes for you to come and pay the bill, I'm always expecting you to pay. What kind of America do we live in? Mm. A very, very one-sided America. Very one-sided. So, after being friends with me for how long, what, what do you look for in a friendship at all? Oh, that's a really good question. What do you look for in a friendship? Mm. I don't know. I, I look for character. Um, that's interesting. I answered this on my last podcast. I think you don't ask me this. Do I? I don't know. I think it was you or somebody else. But um, so in a friend, I look for a companion who like challenges my thinking, but but I can but we can like meet on common ground if that makes sense. Like I don't want somebody who's just like me. Actually, I would. I'm not gonna lie. I would love somebody who's just like me. You know what I'm saying? I would love it. However, I think I get annoyed real quick because I already have me. So why are you, why are you doing me? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I want somebody to like challenge me in a way where we can have intellectual conversations. I bring something to the table. You're bringing a fresh perspective. Now we both walk away to the table, like walk away from the table feeling fed and like we took something away from that. But I think one of the main things I look for is character. Like I think character means a lot. Like, mm-hmm. if you act right, like, that's, that's my thing. You just got to act right. <laughs> I feel like as long as you know how to carry yourself and compose yourself in situations where, like, we're out there or, like, we're by ourselves, then, you know, I really I really appreciate someone who's who has character, someone who knows what to say, or even if they don't know what to say, they know how to communicate that. Someone with, um, like, really good communication skills. And, yeah. What about you? Um... I don't want someone like me. I want someone that knows how to celebrate me. Mm. You know? Mm. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm really Someone who knows how to celebrate me. I don't know. A friend that recognizes, sees the vision in my life. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't see the entire thing, because we see in parts. But can see, based on my strengths, you know, where it's going. Right. And can celebrate me and push me in that direction without shoving me. It's something I really, really cherish. Mm. You know, because when I was growing up, I didn't have people celebrating me like that. Mm-hmm. Someone who could celebrate me and remind me that indeed, like, I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know? It, it means so much to me. I'm like, I, I don't like, one thing I cannot do is <coughs> criticism. Mm, really? Uh, uh. <laughs> I, I, can't do, I can't do the whole, oh, criticize, like, 
and understand correction. I, I'm really big on I understand correction, but I feel like there's correction there's there's, there's a fine line between correction and criticism. Mm-hmm. Overly criticizing somebody. Right. It's too much for me. I can't I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like a friend that is constantly trying to find reasons for me to become the way they want me to become mm-hmm. is it drives me insane. Mm. You know? <laughs> it, it drives me insane. Yeah. Like I I almost wanna like end the friendship sometimes. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with that being said, do you feel like I do those? Like any of those two? <laughs> yeah, look at me. You said all of them. I know you said all of them. Oh yes. Say it proud as Uh huh. Yes. You know, sometimes you do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes you do. But I feel like, I feel like God put you in my life for a perspective of, in case you encounter people like her. Mm-hmm. You know that deep down they mean well. Mm-hmm. You know, this it's it's not I'm not friends with you just because you know you are able to do so many good things. Right. I'm friends with I'm, I'm friends with you also because like I, who you are is just some a pleasure to be around, and I feel like our friendship has built me and shaped me and put me in positions that I would probably not be if I wasn't friends with you. Right. But I will say, there have been times in our friendship. I guess it's where we, we become more vulnerable, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, does this chick think she can create me again after mm. God created me? Mm. You know, can you like... It's like, I'm going to put you back in the clay and then I'm going to remold you. I'll be right back, you know? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the criticism becomes a lie. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's not, it's not easy right. to hear that some things from a friend, from someone that I've shared most of my vulnerable parts with. And I think... Even in sharing, it's been like, it's been like, uh, what do you call it? Hmm. It's been hard because it's like after we go through that part where you criticize me, it's like, dang, if I share this with her, is she going to criticize me some more mm-hmm. or not? And so, yeah, our friendship, yeah. It's, we're growing. I mean, you've been doing well. You've been doing well, but I'll just be honest. Sometimes yeah. I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah. If I if I give if I give Sabrina my heart, is she gonna crush it? Or is she gonna give it back to me in full and good condition? Hmm. You know? Yeah. You're a good friend though. <laughs> I'm a good friend. You're a great you. friend. It's just sometimes we're very different. Yeah. yeah. Very, very different. Yeah. I totally understand what you're saying because like I mean I think about it sometimes afterwards whenever I'm like, hmm, something like this, is this something where I should embrace the differences mm-hmm. because I think there's a lot of stuff that we are very different in. And like I said, you're, I think you're the friend that I've had that has challenged me the most. And so I think where I come from and the way that I love, it's like, for me, I cherish constructive criticism a lot. And so if someone is able to like, I always say this, if I have a booger in my nose, tell me, don't let me walk around here with a booger still in my nose. And so for me, like I, I, I hold that with like all of my friends of always keeping me accountable or like taking the initiative to call me out whenever need be. So that's like my, that's like my mindset whenever I go into other friendships of like, if you're slacking, like I'm gonna let you know. And so I think this is the first relationship where I've like, I really like I feel like I've been doing the time stand with you I don't know I don't know what it is but like yeah I really feel like with this relationship I've seen it and then I've also seen like the negative sides of it where it's like when you're constantly hearing about yourself constantly 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 it's it's more um I want to say like in a way like degrading then it probably is encouraging and like from for me my intention is to encourage but then I see like you're not receiving it like that 
you know not at, at all it's, it's only the holy spirit that has to like really guide me sometimes because like i think there's some things that i say that are not even with the negative like the like it has no negative connotation but then when i say it it's like taken as if i insulted you and slapped your child and it's just like i ain't even it wasn't even meant to be said like that and so i think a lot of what i've learned from even our friendship is like compromising because a lot of my friends are like me or at least we understand what we mean mm-hmm. but then I, I feel like i've had to explain myself so much you know in our relationship i want this to turn into like a therapy session but <laughs> i feel like one thing i've definitely learned is like within the compromise is explaining who i am and explaining my intentions when i do say something it's not necessarily my intention to hurt you but it's like this is where i'm coming from but i, I do apologize for like all of the criticism <laughs> because i mean i mean this is this is this is not just a, a yesterday thing. It's a it's a long going, <laughs> long going activity. Oh, it's okay. I think another thing that we need to like highlight as friends with any friendship is the difference in like upbringing. Mm-hmm. Even like with the deepest form of relationships and even romantic relationship, there's two different like two people right. becoming one. Right. I think sometimes we focus so much on the unity of a marriage and forget the unity of a friendship that mm-hmm. you still need to be equally yoked regardless. Right. And so you're from a different household. You guys have different cultures. You guys do different things. You guys talk different. When it's time to wash dishes, some people's households, they don't even talk about dishes. They just put it in a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. In my household, if you, whoever is there who washes dishes, whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. And so, like... It's just different people becoming coming together as one. Even though we speak the same English language, we right. use words differently. We understand words differently. Right. And so, I know like your intentions are good, but sometimes I'm just like, hey, babe, <laughs> did she mean it like that? Mm. Or is it like, am I not, I'm not, a, am I not an effective listener or mm. communicator? You know? Yeah. So, I think sometimes it's also, I think one thing that would help is more like being like, okay, just to clarify is this what you're saying mm-hmm. so i don't i don't run with it and be like oh no mm. <laughs> so we don't run with it and like keep going on and be like oh my gosh sabrina is hurting my feelings again when deep down you didn't even mean like that you were just talking your casual talk that's true mm-hmm. you know i'm from atlanta so the way we do things in atlanta we just say straight like we don't even have to like sugarcoat it or nothing you just say straight atlanta folks y'all then, don't have a heart <laughs> no we have hearts but then you come to kentucky where ah everybody is broken out there. And I love that we have tough skin. You come to broken out of place and you say something and then everybody's just like like that's that's the struggle I faced when I came to Kentucky. I was like, for me, I can say things very straightforward. And it's not like I'm mean, like I'm being mean. Like if I'm being mean, I'll just be mean. But then I came and say something and somebody gets offended. And it's just like, well, dang, like, okay, let me go back and cook some sugar and this thing and give it back to you. Well, we're just more emotionally aware. It could be that too. Okay. But Atlanta folks, most of you are not emotionally aware. I would have, especially in Berea. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember, you didn't even go to Lex. You came straight to Berea, Kentucky. Sheesh. Yeah. They're more. College campus. <laughs> they are very, very more aware of the fact that they have feelings and they deserve to be heard. That's so true. Mm-hmm. That is true. I can say that in our friendship, I've learned to be more emotionally available. Um, because, like, before I came to college, I didn't cry in front of my friends. Like, I even cry in front of my family. Like, if I'm crying, I'm crying alone. And then I'll suck up the tears until I'm by myself and let it pour. But, like, it wasn't until I came to college that I've learned that, like, I can cry. And, mm-hmm. like, not just cry for myself, but cry for my friends. And they're not going to be like, ah, why are you crying? <laughs> but more so, like, 
I, I hear you, you know, I'm sorry this is happening and give advice. So yeah. You I'll tell you it's the psychology majors. Psychology to psychology and child and family studies majors. Amen. All of y'all have like changed my perspective with life and I've like learned so much about myself to like the point where I can communicate like Danielle like not right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I used to just lash out whenever I'm like multitasking and then Danielle is coming with her questions. Did you do this? Did you do this? Do you want this? And it's just like, hey, ah, <laughs> one blow and it's over. But <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Let me balance. But I've learned to really communicate in our relationship and I feel like that's really effective in any relationship, how to communicate and like when you say something to someone, how are they going to receive it? Because like for me, one of my struggles was just like, I feel like I have to change. And I, I think I struggled with compromise a lot, especially in our relationship. It's just like, how much do I have to compromise until I have no legs left? Like, yeah. I'm giving you a leg so that I can hold your arm, but then we're playing Twister and I'm just losing everything. Mm-hmm. And so I've always struggled with like, okay, let's say I like classical music, but you say that classical music brings you trauma. So I, I get used to not playing classical music, but at the end of the day, I still like classical music. So it's mm-hmm. like, so now that I'm not playing it as much, I feel like I'm losing myself, but I'm accommodating to you. Yeah. So I remember there were multiple times I would bring the classical music back and you're like, Sabrina, this brings me trouble. And I'm like, but I like classical music. And so we're like butting heads. What, what, did I say that classical music? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Was I'm, an I think, yes, an example. I'm going to say, oh, wait, I like Mozart. <laughs> seriously yeah so i think compromise was one thing i've learned that like oh no you need compromise in any relationship mm-hmm. and since our friendship is like firmly based on the fact that we have the same faith mm-hmm. do you think you would have been able to be friends with me if we did not have the same faith? no oh that was quick <laughs> <laughs> i love you but no 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 no, no, no. unless Spirit is telling me sabrina asked for this one uh, like, uh, okay without this influence of the holy spirit at all God said, you can choose any friend you want. And you see Danielle, you see me. Uh-huh. And everything you know about me, would you be friends with me still? Uh. <laughs> minus, no. minus my spirituality. No, I don't think so. Because one of the things that drew me to you was the, like your spirituality. Especially like how we mentioned, we met during quarantine. And one of the things that we used to always do was talk about like God. And even if it wasn't about God, it was like the principles of God. So I could just sit here and talk to you. And maybe Jesus was never mentioned. God was never mentioned. But I can hear the way you speak. And I'm like... There's something behind this girl. There's like something that's back in this girl that I can connect to. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the main things that attracted me towards you in the first place. That I was like, I really like this chick. Like, she has substance. Mm. And like, if you don't have substance, then what are we doing this thing for? <laughs> Why? Just so we could be friends and la la la. No. Mm-hmm. So I think the substance is what attracted me towards you. And so I feel like with all of the struggle and the stress and like the ups and downs that we went through, like, if I didn't have the influence of the Holy Spirit, I feel like we probably would have broken the relationship. Like, I would have said things and not cared and just kept it pushing because sometimes the Holy Spirit is just like, Sabrina, now I know you, I know this is the way you function, but if you do it like this, she's going to see it like this. So don't do it like that. And there are moments where I was like, Holy Spirit, forget that. I'm going to say what I said. And then come and find out we are having an argument still like two days later. Yeah. So without the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't know. I would not be able to like even survive in this friendship. Nah. Mm. So why are you friends with me again? Why am I friends with you? Yeah, why did you stay? Why are you still friends with me even after all you've been through? Don't say no, Holy Spirit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was saying because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> the love you have for me is because of the Holy Spirit. Let's get it. Let's get it. Why are you friends with me? Why am I friends with you? I just feel like 
I don't know. You know when like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when you like what's what I. I don't know. I just I just feel like we've been through so much, and uh, let me finish before you just freeze <laughs> in your face. No, I just feel like we've been through so much to the point where like we are not the same people, and I remember <laughs> I remember the day, and uh, yeah, so I remember the day that uh, Lady Bosse came to the to the uh okay so this lady named lady will say she's an artist and she came to our school and we were watching like her music videos and danielle i think did you sing a song that day yes i did i did like a medley yeah mm-hmm. you sang a song and look, lady was saying this one i think this is when we're growing in relationships i don't even know i think we were a little bit close then mm-hmm. but i remember lady will say holds danielle and she says like this girl she has an amazing voice she's gonna go places but she needs love and um something like that she just really needs love and i remember that was the day that i was smiling and i was like i'm gonna love this girl like i am gonna <laughs> love this girl not knowing that love will throw me off flip me around take me under tell me to dig myself out like not not knowing that love came with like so many hurdles but i think it's it's the challenges and the way we've constantly overcome the challenges mm-hmm. and like I feel like that's what keeps me pushing because it's like you can have an effortless friend but at the end of the day if it didn't take much to get it it's not gonna take much to lose it mm. so the fact that like we got into this thing not knowing what we signed up for but then it's like we're constantly fighting we're constantly pushing but we're also constantly growing i think that's one thing that just keeps me going that like we've just been through so much and because we've overcome so many situations it's like how can i just throw you away now mm. there are, it, it do cross my mind girl there are moments where it's just i mean and that's what comes with like like different different dynamics like like us there's there's just a lot of times it's like god oh my gosh like help me help me help me help me and there are moments where oh my gosh it'd be hard then you know you don't understand (laughs) i'm sorry this sounds so bad but like there are moments where i'm like god like if i use my own love i can't do it like i need the love of the lord to like love you right now and i never understood it when people were just like oh i love you with the love of the lord i was like so church like mm. oh i love you with the love of the lord but i was just like oh my gosh god like i don't have the grace to actually have the patience to cater to your sensitivity right now like mm. you're actually very sad but i'm so upset and if i talk i'm i'm literally just gonna like blast you so holy spirit like give me the words to say and then you'll find a way to like make it palatable for me but then also make it in a way where you like you receive it in your heart and so i just we've been through so much baby how could i just toss you away it looks like our friendship is more like an assignment Ah, is that what it's feeling like Uh, and it's a good thing it's more of like a destiny assignment an agenda like destiny helpers yeah it's not i I mean if you you look back i mean in scripture Mm -hmm. look at the one of the biggest influences of all time the one and only from Saul to Paul, <laughs> he he was brutal. Uh-huh. He said it as it was. Yet, he, some way somehow, Timothy stuck beside him. Yeah. Imagine, imagine your mentor telling you, "Listen, you better not give in to lust," or something like that. Straight up, not even sugarcoating it. Listen, don't be weak. Listen, like I don't know. I don't. I don't envision. I don't imagine Paul being a sweet guy. Mm, you know. Yeah. And so, it looks more like it more, You know, our friendships. If you look at it from the f- physical perspective right. of our everyday interactions, it looks like another casual event. Right. And it's easy to just throw it away and find another one. But I think I've grown to understand that there's... I don't think I can recreate this same intimacy with anybody else. Right. 
as like this mm-hmm. in this season. Yeah. Don't get emotional. Ah! <laughs> Look at you smiling. Let me smile. I think I think that's what it is. I don't think I think the way the way God has worked through both of us in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's it sounds it's just too good to be my own human strength. Right. You know. Mm. It's it's it it has to be God because like you said sometimes it's very very hard. Yeah. And sometimes like one thing you do that is 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 it's astonishing but it's also very like huh is where you see the vision in your head but you don't communicate it mm-hmm. and so sometimes i'm following you like really blindly but then when i follow you and i and i support you the end result is always so beautiful and i'm reminded that if nothing at all sabrina needs people like me who don't always understand what she's doing mm-hmm. but will always root for her and support her to make the vision come to pass because i understood that your win wasn't just for you but it was for everybody else at the same time you know what i mean yeah. and so even sometimes when you forget to give credits to where credit is due i understand that like i have played a role in your life that not many people are willing to sit and do that mm-hmm. i think my, my my character naturally also is to just be a servant I, I I do better as a servant than sitting in the place of leadership. Mm-hmm. But the greatest servants, the greatest leaders were all servants. But yeah. but like I do well knowing that I'm serving a greater purpose than to lead people to the great purpose. Right. And so being friends with you has been it's been very, very interesting because I've learned things that I don't think I would have learned if I was friends with anybody else. Mm-hmm. So it makes it it makes it very, very challenging but you keep pushing you keep pushing i mean we're both christians that's my other question i like questions questions. my other question would be being both christians being both uh african girls females whatever Mm -hmm. how do you keep yourself from becoming familiar with the grace of god on my life and so we do so that doesn't come between our friendship you know and it's for other people too it could be as simple as how does your friend avoid becoming familiar with the unique your uniqueness mm-hmm. as they get to know you some more because you see me my weakness you see me when I overdose on laxatives and everything so <laughs> I didn't see you I smelled you <laughs> ah, I was there yeah, the next door <laughs> but you've been there so how how can you see me in all my vulnerable states yet not get uh, yet not like get so familiar with how unique I am as a person. That's a very good question. I'd say like I don't even know if it's something I can say I do in my own strength. Like I don't want to over spiritualize and say, oh God, everything God. Uh, mm-hmm. I really do feel like God has a has a, a thing to do with it. Um, because there are moments where like you are about to enter into a season, and of course I don't know this because operating in my natural mind, I can't tell the future. But like there'll, there'll be moments where God is just saying she's she's about to go through a really tough season. I need you to start praying for her, and mm. and th- this and this and this is gonna happen. I need you to do this, this, and this, and this. Like <laughs> I want to be honest to share wait. this. Wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Share that's right. Share. 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 I thought you were to hear. <laughs> this is my first time hearing this y'all let me know I mean, this is not too long ago but i mean i know that you wake up and pray um you know with your church fast and i there was one day ah father lord it was okay so god knows that if he wakes me up at certain times i'll know that he's talking to me 
But if it wakes me up at like 2.17, I'm going back to sleep because it's 2.17. But if it's like 3 on the dot or if it's like 6.30, there was one morning he woke me up at 6.30 on the dot and he said, she's praying right now. Pray for her, like pray with her. And I noticed that at that time you were going through a lot of warfare. And like that alone, like had God not been on my side to even wake me up at a time where everybody else is sleeping and spiritual activity is still going on in the air, like I would not have had that knowledge to support you in that way. Now, I think a thing that I do I, that is slack is like I don't tell you how you know great you are, or I don't I don't necessarily like praise you as much as I should. Celebrate me. I don't celebrate you as much as I should. I don't do it to your face at least. That's the thing. Like if if, if I'm celebrating you, I'm always like showing off to like somebody else, or like I know it within myself, but then I know I realize that I still have to like bring it out and just like let you know how much you do and how great you are, and you know let you know you know that you know fantastic or whatever, but. Going back to the original question, I just feel like God is the one that gives me insights into how to be there to support you in like different seasons of your life. Like whenever you were changing majors, like I realized that was a huge, 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 huge thing for you. Mm -hmm. And if I were to look at it through my lens, I'm like, okay, she's just changing her major. Like it's not that big of a deal. But then it's like being there to see that like you're literally changing your classes and the plan that you have for yourself, you just like, God just threw it to the side and said, I want you to do this. And, like, the emotional moments that you were having where you're, like, crying and you're doing all these things, it's, like, I, I couldn't even, like, it's, like, I can't even just be me. Like, it, like it's not, not, in a, not in a way that I'm complaining, but it's, like, I had to realize, like, like Sabrina, like, put yourself aside and be there for Danielle. And so I kind of had to enter into your planet. And, like, the thing about a planet is that even if you walked all the seven seas, you haven't touched land yet. Mm. And so, like, you're an ever-changing being and you're always going to go through certain situations. You're going to go through, like, different situations in life and so life is always going to bring something different and like my thing is like i always have to stay prayed up because if i don't like one thing that the enemy loves to do is attack my friendships mm. if it doesn't come from me he knows that he can come from my friendships and then he sent me on the spiral so yeah you're you're an ever-changing planet with like so many stars so many oceans so many lakes rivers and waters and like i think new situations that arise or new challenges I celebrate those challenges because it brings out a new aspect of our relationship. So even if we're arguing about something, like, and I'm, like, pissed and you're pissed, I'm, like, at the end of the day, I know something good is going to come out of it because we walk away with a better understanding of each other. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, hmm. Wow, I didn't even know that happened. You need to tell me more after this. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I think one thing that helps me not get familiar with you, first of all, I see you in ministry. We do ministry together. So I see you in that element all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Whenever I whenever I see you in your element doing what you do, it's kind of like I get like a feel of the future and what it is going to be in a sense. And sometimes, you know, when it says whenever like God is giving you a blessing, you got to prepare for the blessing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, Instead of me sitting here, like, a lot of the time, I don't know if you, I don't know if you pay attention. But I, I don't really like to, um, I like to encourage your, your giftings. So mm-hmm. I like to, like, oh, you're good at this. This one, yes, this is Sabrina, this is your calling. This is something, this is something that you're, it's too hard for you. Mm-hmm. I try to celebrate and, like, encourage your gifting. So, like, it becomes part of who you are and not, like, something you have to channel in right. a sense. And so that's how I don't, that's, that's one thing that's helped me not get familiar with you. At all because I've seen you, I've seen you work, mm-hmm. I've seen you do that, I've seen you sit there and prepare people, and I'm just like, yeah, God, you you called the people, you called you <laughs> called people for it, you didn't call me for that, but I see, I see how some you flow into your elements like so freely, yeah, and it's like, 
recognizing that there's God has given you a grace and given me a grace. How separate we are, but how we complement each other like really well also. Yeah. So I guess that's one way I don't get like super familiar with you at all. At all. At all. At all. At all. We do complement each other in different and many many different ways. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know if you ever taken like a art class, but what comes to mind is like whenever you're combining two pieces of clay, you can't just put it together because it's not gonna stick. But like they used to give us like forks and you have to create ridges in it so that whenever you put whatever water in it to like put it together it has something to hold on to and i feel like the friction that we often face because like you're different in some ways and i'm different it it still manages to come together and like we needed that friction in order for there to be something stable because if, if you liked pineapples and i like pineapples it, it'd be very very simple but if you didn't like pineapples and i love pineapples and we fought with that but we found a common ground i feel like it's more it's a little bit more meaningful mm-hmm. i don't know if that makes any type of sense at all that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Honestly, I was talking to what do you call it? I was talking to one of our friends this past week, mm-hmm. and I was like, the way the way your personality is, it suits the vision of God in Berea right now so wow. well. Because if when you graduate, I don't even know who is gonna sit here and do all the things that you do to make sure the Christian community on this campus, like we thrive. You know, mm-hmm. like it's good. But it's also I'm like saying, hey, and it's and it's either I go and sit and do training lessons with Sabrina because who do I email? Did I email this person <laughs> because like it's like we're we we're so different, but like we have our strengths in different areas. Like mm. I I've, I've talked about this so many times with you. Like you are more of like okay, you're sad. Here's candy. Feel better. <laughs> solution. Because you're you're business minded, so it's yeah. kind of like there's a need. Everybody needs a a, a plug in. Let me go create plugins and sell it. Everybody has a plug in. Yeah. Me. People are like, we don't have plugins. I'm like, okay, I definitely understand why you don't have plugins. <laughs> plugins are not the only way to have your house smelling good. Yeah. Everything is gonna be fine. I'm more of the emotional person. Yeah. When I'm coming to you, I don't I don't I don't have a sol- I don't have the products you're looking for, but right. I have the the emotional skills, the skills to make you feel emotionally healthy. Right. Or to really regulate your emotions. Mm-hmm. But you on the other hand, you're more of like, you need you're looking for plugins, I can create plugins right now for you, you'll be fine. But I'm more like, oh, and you know, sometimes, oh God, sometimes plugins, we're not going to have plugins forever, but I need you to find another way to have your house smelling good. I need to give you this recipe. Yeah. Boil water and cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. Boil, boil water and cinnamon and it just, it works just fine. But I want you to remember that you were stronger than you know you yeah. are. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, that's so good. Yeah. Weird. I can't give you an alternative on how to process your emotions. And so those those things, you know, knowing the assignments yeah. really, really makes building any friendship mm. so much easier. Mm. Knowing the assignment makes it so much. Because we talk, who are two friends? Jonathan and David. Ah, yes. People talk about how they're more than just friends. But the Bible doesn't mention that. They just mentions Because the thing is, I think... So toxic masculinity is another conversation for another time. But mm-hmm. because of the culture of toxic mas- masculinity, mm-hmm. we focus so much on the fact that two men being very intimate could be could mean something more than just friendship. Right. And so Jonathan and David are a prime example of true friendship because when David was going through marital issues, mm-hmm. he was able to find comfort in his friend. Mm. But understanding the assignment is not... Understanding that God has put David in a position of authority... And he has placed this woman in his, uh, in his, um, in his care mm-hmm. for a certain reason. 
Jonathan could have easily gone and gone and found another woman for David to marry. Right. But he didn't do that. Instead, he reminded David of what his assignment is as the king of Israel mm. in that moment. Mm. Sometimes friends, we pick friends who don't necessarily understand what we're doing. Right. Or the assignment that God has placed on our laps. Because sometimes it's so big. Yeah. And we're so small. We don't mm-hmm. really understand it. And that's why I don't think, like, do you think friends who are very different, who don't have the same faith, can even be friends? Mm. I feel like the way, it depends on, like, the mission of the friendship. Like, for me personally, it's like, why are we being friends? I noticed that most of my, if not all of my close friends, we all carry the same faith just because I believe in being equally yoked. And I also believe, uh, I don't know if it's Acts 17, 17, or if it's Matthew 17, 17, that iron sharpens iron. And iron, like, the fact that they're both made of the same composition, like, they're both made from the same source and material, like, that's the reason why they are stronger. And so I don't necessarily know if, like, I believe people of two different faiths can be friends, but yeah this one i'm i'm stuck (laughs) i'm stuck i believe that they can be friends and i believe that there's so much like fruitfulness and i believe that like let's say if we're talking in like a missionary says somebody can even bring somebody to christ and they can have a fulfilling Uh life and like there's more to that like they can learn to love they can have different perspectives i feel like they can have a sustainable friendship but at the end of the day i just feel like man what was your question (laughs) <laughs> can friends with two different ideas ideologies faiths be friends can, can they, they sustain a friendship they can sustain a friendship i think it's been done and it's going to continue to be done atheists and christians muslims and buddhists i feel like it's always 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 going to be done uh-huh. um but there's always going to be there's always going to be that differing thing like uh-huh. we're made of two different things and maybe that's why like people come together because sometimes opposites attract but sometimes because we're very like-minded we also attract too so i do believe people can be friends uh, people of different faiths and ideologies can be friends. Yeah, I think so too. I think that, but, but it depends on the level of intimacy that you're seeking. Yeah, like you can get married to an unbeliever, right? For sure, but there's always going to be that emptiness inside of you for not being able to relate to your unbelieving husband mm-hmm. or partner. Right. It's always going to be a, a conversation. Right. So, so it, the easy thing is to, the easiest thing is to marry someone who's like minded. Right. But if you feel really strongly about man and unbeliever there's always going to be those conversations that are going to be really difficult yeah well, depending on how how you know strong you are to go through those conversations and arrive back at the same place that you were yeah most times it doesn't work out so mm-hmm. we so a lot of christian leaders do not advise it but um even when it comes to friendships too like i i have friends that are muslim and mm-hmm. they told me not to eat pork because they don't eat pork mm-hmm. and they were like but christians aren't supposed to eat pork either and I was like, uh, uh, uh. I was like, <laughs> well, let's read the scripture together. Right. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a way to introduce curiosity right. and questions. Because through questions, God reveals himself as the answer. Right. So, but as for long term, dear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, kind of like what we mentioned of how, like, it's really the grace of God that keeps us going even in our own friendship. Uh-huh. Like, what you said about, like, reaching that level of intimacy and that level of, like, closeness, it really depends at the end of the day of what we're made of. Because at the end of the day, when pressure comes and we're not made of the same substance and you melt and I'm connected to you because, what does the Bible say? Uh, like, just those who are around you, is it, there's this one phrase that's like, show me your friends and I'll show you your character. character. And so it's like, if at the end of the day, let's say I'm iron, but then you're fire, and then we're, we're put under pressure and you melt, 
like at some point that is gonna also affect me too because iron is supposed to be sharpening iron so if i'm sharpening you actually no no no. if i'm iron and you're wood at the end of the day if i'm like sharpening you i'm actually cutting you and then whenever if you're a wood and you're also trying to like help me out rather you're dulling my my sharp and so it just it, it doesn't flow in that sense of like where we're trying to go so i feel like in the in the in the understanding of like intimacy i don't know if I can go to someone who doesn't carry the same morals and values as me. Like, because for me, I understand friends are very close. Like, I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of people who are, like, friends. But, like, someone who's, like, in my circle, like, Peter, James, and John. Like, I feel like if you're Peter, James, and John, to me, we have to be of the same source. We have to be of one spirit. Because if we're walking, like how you said, if we're walking in the mission of God, and, like, let's say one person doesn't have the vision, I have to trust that. If God didn't give me the vision, he gave it to you. Mm -hmm. But let's say you are... Ah, you are going in. You are, you are seven bail, and you're bowing down to cows. How can I trust that? That like we that you have the vision. Ah, no, no. <laughs> Seriously, when I lose my vision, I need you to be my eyes. And yes. if you're not seeing the vision for my life, then what's the point? Mm, those kind of friendships are like deep, intimate ones. So right. we are saying that you can have casual friendships with other people. Right. But if you're looking for deep, intimate friendships, you need to think a little bit more harder than just oh we had we like the same shoes you know right because yeah there's deeper things in life than the things you're wearing on your body yeah for sure for sure i mean with friendships though right futuristically Mm -hmm. future plans how do you sustain a friendship after you get married get into relationships and jobs because college is nice but you leave college eventually hopefully (laughs) hopefully (laughs) hopefully you leave college and graduate how do you sustain it and how do you deal with the transition? How do you deal with the change? I mean, some... I mean, I know... I mean, I know, like, some some of the changes have started right now. Yeah. You know, where some of your friends are in relationships and stuff, and it's already happening right in front say of you. Say it! You are in relationship! <laughs> Hold on, before we reach transition there, I want to say I'm not knocking, like, not being... Like, being friends with people in other faiths because it's definitely, definitely... It's a thing. Like, it, it, this, this, is, this is life... But, you know, in order to receive a type of intimacy that goes deeper and deeper with God, it's just easier and it's more, um, it's just, it's, it's easier to be like-minded in that sense. But back to you being in a relationship. Yeah, you have a relationship. Say it loud yeah. and proud, baby. Yeah, you know. Amen. Mm-hmm. Talk to us, girl. <laughs> I don't really need to say it. I'm saying, like, since you're the one on the other end. Mm. Okay, I guess I can say, yeah, you start. How has it been like with that transition? Because eventually you're going to transition into that series too. But right. as a friend who is still waiting on the waiting on that part of your life with God, mm-hmm. how's it been like transitioning from having access to me as a friend 24-7, being so intimate and close with me, yeah. and then now it's like, it's another person in the picture. Do you share the intimacy with that person too? Or do you just... We're talking about dating exes, <sighs> but like this is different from an ex. This is like a current situation. Well... Four score and seven years ago mm. when you were single. <laughs> I'm mm. like, you weren't single that long, too, that too long ago, but I remember the very beginning was very rocky. I was like, what is this? Because, oh my gosh, it was a season where, like, like everybody in our friend group was getting together. And it's just like, hey! Because, hey! And yo, this is horrible! <laughs> I'm like, what? Because, like, 
I remember, I don't know who got in a relationship first, but everybody just started mm-hmm. pairing up two by two. And mind you, we have like a, a group of friends and we all happen to be, you know, yes, we all happen to be like Christian or, you know, we are not all Christian. Let me say we're that. We're not all Christian. We're not so all Christian. very diverse too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That. We are a very diverse group. And so it's like all, everybody just started coming together. And like, I felt like I was in the season where God was like, you know, I got you Sabrina. So the season comes and I'm like, hey, you say you got me ways, ways, the gotten. I don't see it. But then everybody else around me was getting into relationships. Mm-hmm. And I remember whenever your situation was starting, it was, it was very like beautiful to see. Cause I mean, the ups and downs were there. Mm-hmm. There was ups and downs with that one too. Eh? Mm-hmm. But it was, it was, it was tough on my part because like, I would even hate to admit it, but there were moments where I was just like, I love this for you. But it just reminded me of how singular I am. Mm. Like, like everybody was getting into relationships. And, like, at this point, it's like, oh, I see, oh, can we go to dining? And you're like, oh, I'm already going with. Ah! <laughs> oh, dang. Like it's, like, it's not a big deal, but it's like, oh, dang. You just kind of feel that, like, that gunshot in the, in the chest. Like, oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> like, I've never, I've never had that blockage before. Because it's, if it's like, oh, let's go to dining. Okay, let's go. Like, it's always... You always had that leisure time, but then whenever you didn't, I it's like I want to be mature. Like the thing is, I always want to be mature and understand both sides of the spectrum because I'm very understanding. I understand that you and your new partner have to like spend time with each other because that's just necessary and valid. But yeah. you know, it would I would feel bad, like feel left out sometimes, or just feel like dang, like I think I even stopped I stopped texting you as much. Because in my mind, yeah. I said, okay, you are now married, so let me let me just back oh, up. You're not married, so. And I remember, like, we, you know, we ended up having a conversation about it. Like, you know, like, we're still friends. I was your friend before this thing started. And in my mind, it was just like, well, I didn't want to get in the way. And so mm. instead of feeling that pain of, like, oh, wow, now she has a boyfriend. Let me start backing up. I mean, I mean, that was in my mindset. So it was, it was kind of tough, um, especially if it's, like, Friday night. And I'm like, hey, like, is anybody free? No. Everybody's with their boyfriend. Everybody's with their girlfriend. Um, so, um yeah why did you back why did you feel like you were in the way um i just i don't know the way i think about like when it comes to relationships i'm like well you have to spend time with them and i don't i don't ever want to be codependent or clingy and so it's just easier for me to go into isolation by myself so i don't come off like hey i miss you hey let's spend time together hey let's get together like Mm -hmm. like i'm thinking about you but I, I don't know. Maybe it's the pride in me that doesn't want you to know that I'm feeling. Ah, you think so? I think so because had you said you missed me and all those things, I wouldn't hesitate to leave and come to you. Because that's like I said, you're my girl from before. He was even in the picture. You're my girl. So mm-hmm. you know there isn't. I don't know if anything at all. There's nobody that can take the place that you have in my life. Mm-hmm. Even him. He has his own like designated spot, right. but you're still you still have your own spot. You know this the heart is so like the space that God has given us to love people. Mm-hmm. That's why when he commands us, it's kind of like it's you it's you're it's you're more than capable to love your neighbor as yourself because yeah. he's giving you enough space in your heart to love everybody, him and yourself. Right. So there's no it's not like there's a pedestal and I was like, Okay, oops, take him away. Sabrina, put you on here, pedestal complete. No, that's mm-hmm. not like First place, second place, third place. You know, God is lives in my heart, in my heart. Mm-hmm. But there's so many rooms in my heart, chambers in my heart, for me to love and express love to all of you. So that you know, don't. So I'm like, in a chamber. I mean, for on my end though, yeah. whenever I was we started the journey, 
or being in like a romantic relationship it did feel really weird because i was so used to being free yeah. and being myself like if it's farting i fart if it's burping i burp walking around naked without shoes saucy my crusty facing my dusty yeah. you know it was it was natural for me to be myself around you all yeah and now i'm building this relationship with somebody that i really want to build a relationship with but it feels like i'm finding it harder to just open those levels of intimacy with them that quickly right you know because you all your girls if after i see you cry okay that's it there's no other level yeah. to it but then like um with this person it's like i had to start all over again and a piece of me really really wanted to f- ditch that level of intimacy with this new person right. and just cling to what I already had, mm-hmm. you know? So friendships are good, but sometimes they really create a sense of, like, dependency. Yeah. Kind of like, especially when you're not healed from all your, like, trauma, it could be more of, like, a crutch in a yeah. sense. And I felt like when I started dating, it felt like a crutch. My friendship was, like, a crutch because it was so... After I would have to go through all these, like healthy coping skills and all this healthy way of addressing my issues and healthy way of doing this i would run back back to my crack and you guys were my like, yeah. my, i'll run back back like oh my gosh let me go back to the place where i feel most at home yeah. and I feel most comfortable because when i'm with you when i went with him as much as i love being with him i can't be my full self quite yet because it's right. a process right. and i wasn't patient i didn't want to go through that whole journey of having to get to know him and what he liked and what he did not like mm-hmm. and then have to talk to him a certain way and then do this. I didn't want to get to know him the way I've already gotten, allowed you all to get to know me because mm-hmm. I just felt like it was too much work. So when we right. clean what I will was easy. Mm-hmm. But I realized that in order for things like that to work, you have to actually put in the work. And so, you know, it was hard for me too. It was very, mm-hmm. very hard because I was so used to, uh, Sabrina, I just, you know, I just throwing up do my face anyway saying anything and you guys understand what i'm saying but now i gotta explain to this man i want to look at you like that i'm just i i'm agreeing with you but i'm just tired you know mm-hmm. or whenever i'm in a room and i don't know people like that i don't really talk instead right. of them asking me do you like anybody here you don't like it oh i'm sorry like no yeah. stop like let me be you know yeah i mean as time goes on now like look at us now yeah i'm sitting right here with you where's he <laughs> you know he's not here right now he's gonna listen to this like wow i love him so much yeah but he's communicating communication works both in like friendship relationships and romantic relationships right. as well so communicating my desire my need to spend time with my friends and you know balance it out has really helped me being able to actually do it without overburn over like exerting myself, spending so much time with him and then having to spend so much time with you all at the same time. Yeah. It, it's like a, a perfect balance. And so that was a transition for me. It was very, very tough because uh, it was all the new things. Too. Mm-hmm. It was all the new things that I had never experienced before. So, yeah. Transition is nice, but it's hard. It's fun. worth it, though. It is worth it. I'd say so. It, it, was, it was definitely not easy. I mean, like going from a situation where it's just like it's always us and like like i said like in the very beginning i was like i've never tasted a relationship like this where i'm feeling like ah if you're a boy you'd be my boyfriend like mm-hmm. you like we're that close i've never tasted that and so like each and every one of my relationship dynamics is so different but you know just to see that you had a boyfriend i was it was it was definitely different but we definitely got you know over time we learn how to go about things and i'm cool with i'm cool with him and so it's like, even now I'm just thinking, I have to build my relationship with him more because it's just, it, it wouldn't feel right to me to like know that you're dating somebody, but then see them and just be like, oh, okay, hi. 
like it's not even not you're not the reason why i want to draw closer to them but i feel like i even have my own personal relationship that i want to grow with him too mm-hmm. and so that's so something not, like, that standoffish when it comes to y'all's interactions you know because yeah. if i didn't get to know him Nanka, every time i see him it's like you stole my you're the one so the you chick know? that was talking right behind my back exactly mm-hmm. so there's yeah. that but I really do appreciate you coming on this podcast, girl. I really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing your things. And, like, even, you know, telling me the things that, you know, I've done to. So that's just more. So that's just more. I can improve. I see your side vulnerability. Okay. It is hot over here under the sun. Mm. Do you have any, like, lasting words about friendships and anything of that sort? Uh, I'll say for friendships, everything, everything you value takes time and takes yeah. work. Um, the, the 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 intimacy you you desire for tomorrow, it takes work today to make that manifest. So, put in mm. the work, put in the work, and put in the time, and you will definitely reap the fruits of your labor. Amen. Amen. I would also, I guess, my last thing words is like kind of what Danielle said is that um, relationships take time, regardless of what type of relationship it is with your mom, with your friend, with your dog. They all take time. And we have to be patient enough to allow ourselves to get to that level. Um, don't listen to Instagram because Instagram will tell you to cancel your friend once uh, they do something wrong. They'll tell you, if my friend you know, to dated my ex, it's over. We're never going to be friends again. But it's like life is more complex than that. It's, it's more complex than yes and no. And so um, I don't agree with the cancel culture of friends just because like what like the things that somebody if i would have confided in somebody else and the things that we've been through they probably would have said like it's not worth it like ditch the friendship but knowing that like we actually got through it and we're here today to even like be like damn we actually went through that like th- like we've hurt me and i've hurt you and that's what friendship is like literally like I, I i've chosen to be naked in front of you and you have the ability to hurt me and naturally as humans no matter what like we are bound to hurt each other and so i learned how to stop saying this thing of like i would never hurt you Oh, it's a lie. lie. It's a lie from the pits of Virginia. <laughs> it's a lie. Like I, I, I've caught in myself, caught myself in moments where it's just like, even though I said I would never intentionally hurt you, when I'm upset and there are things that I say because I know it's gonna get you a certain way, yeah, like then I'm literally it's intentional. It's intentional. And so I just learned that in relationships, like we're gonna be human, we're gonna be mad, we're gonna be sad, we're gonna be happy. I might dislike you strongly in one season but love you so much greatly another season and it just takes time to un- un- unlock the full package of greatness and i'm glad that we've been able to, to <laughs> i'm glad that we've been able to grow in that way so mm-hmm. i really do love you and i'm gonna work on celebrating you more and you know i didn't know i, did, I wasn't giving honor on his due so now that you said it i'm like i'm looking out to make sure that like anytime you feel under, un- unappreciated or even underappreciated i can recognize you in those moments oh, i'm trying to be romantic you're trying on this bottle <laughs> where it's at so thank you so much i hope you took away something from this podcast and like i'm glad i was able to introduce you to one of my friends and weeks after weeks you're gonna be like you're gonna hear from more and more of my other friends and so please be on the lookout i'm so excited to see where this is gonna go and hopefully one day you yes you (laughs) could be on this podcast yeah so (laughs) signing off this is sab and this is danielle
Adios. Bye.